Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of The Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambray, and still on the west side of Los Angeles, my man, Nando Vila. What's going on, brother? Doing all right, man. Just moved today. This is nice. my moving day. Yeah. Nice, nice. Very happy to be with you. On today's show, we're not going to do too much hardcore politics, because let's be honest, ain't shit really going on. Um after that godforsaken I talked about it last week Nando but like the fact that this debt ceiling fight hinged on kicking people off a snap 286 bucks a month for America baby unbelievable just just like beyond depravity it's 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 whatever I, I did enough talking about that last week but 
you know, you and I both follow, obviously, for work and other reasons. We follow the sports world very closely. Um, the PGA Tour just struck a deal with Live Golf and the, the Saudi, you know, basically sports washing investment fund that's like a trillion dollars. Um, they purchased the PGA. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean because I'm not going to lie. I've never really paid attention to the intricacies of the PGA Tour, but it feels like it's a huge deal and it's on the heels of Messi sort of spurning Saudi and what you said um, in our pre-production, billions of dollars they offered this guy to play fake soccer in Saudi Arabia that he turned away to come to America and sort of retire, um, uh, live in Miami and just be an American celebrity and icon. Uh, man, I, I think the thing about the the live golf thing that everybody's talking about and with the Saudis and the PGA capitulating to them, the whole Tiger and Rory and the PGA sort of branding their opposition to live not as a competitor in the marketplace but as some moral failing by phil mickelson and you know all these other guys who took the dirty icky nasty unpatriotic saudi money nando and ruined the tour tried to ruin the tour and one of america's great sports and pastimes That was just wrong that they took money from these guys murdered journalists out there, you know, as if America's never murdered any dissidents in our country, American dissidents, but we won't go there. Um, These guys, you know, the women have no rights out there. You can't take Saudi money, you know, Nando. And then, you know, it's announced the PGA tour is like, yeah, we just sold them the whole kit and caboodle. Um, they, they made us an offer we can't refuse and now life goes on. Um, and I think this is a, uh, I think why this is, we can get into the fake morality of all of that, but the Saudis have decided that sports are a thing they want to invest in. Newcastle, um, they've already started with that. And, you know, they have a bunch of other interests in sports. Um, it just feels like they're coming, you know, um, for everything. Yeah. Uh, the, the NBA already changed its rules where now a sovereign fund can buy an NBA team. That wasn't already always the case. The NBA is already like, bring it, bring that money, bring that sweet, sweet Saudi oil blood money. Um, it just feels like they're coming for everything. I mean, I, I was thinking about this a lot the last few days, obviously because I'm a fan of Real Madrid and Kareem Benzema just left abruptly yeah. to go to Saudi Arabia. Um, about that. Reportedly Saturday. offered four hundred million dollars over two years. Jesus. <laughs> you know, like he hasn't made four hundred million dollars in his career. In I doubt it. La Liga. Uh, he probably no. hasn't earned. I mean, I was thinking he's, he's on Madrid for fourteen seasons. He was probably on like, yeah, no, he probably hasn't made that much money. I mean, if you're counting net, no, no. I mean, no, he probably hasn't. Um, you know, generational wealth. That you know, what are you for, to play to soccer for that? two years when he's already kind of toward the end. I mean, he probably still he's still a, still but good enough to play yeah. at the highest level. Highest level. I mean, but it's, it's not going to last that much longer, and he's not going to get another big contract. So, right. um, so yeah, that was really something. I've been thinking about it the last few days because I mean, the live golf thing just kind of came out of nowhere, right? I mean, I was like, it wasn't even like it just like one day, whoop, gone, whoop, but you know, and I was thinking like the Saudis have chosen sport 
as a way to project what they would what I would call soft power, right? Mm-hmm. But my thinking is like this seems kind of dumb and it is and it's going to backfire like the Saudis should just be quiet and like you know what I mean? Like just do their <laughs> thing. Like no they're, no they're one going to like, piss they, people off. Exactly. Like w- w- like if you want to it make your image better around the world don't like infringe upon the fun shit that we're doing and make us feel icky about it. You know what I mean? Like, just shut the fuck up and just don't do anything that bad. Like just like, as long as the crimes are kind of in your own country, the West isn't going to care. You know, the West cared when they murdered Khashoggi, who was an employee of the Washington post. Yeah. But like when the other stuff is going on, like you do whatever, like more or less, whatever you want. The war in Yemen, which by the way, we supported it. Yeah. Like, which which never comes up. Like, I get it. They did 9-11. That's fucked up. And we, we get it. 9-11 yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, just a small little detail. We get yeah. it. They did 9-11. But even then, even then, like, you know, like, okay, like, it just goes, like, the best thing they could do is just, like, you know, they, they can do almost whatever they want. Like, what do they need to do this for? They could just shut the fuck up and just, you know, count their money and, and you know, buy houses in Marbella and do, you know, whatever. Like, the, encro- this this is, like, actually might create a political coalition in the United States to like confront mm-hmm. Saudi power. You know, like once like an NBA team gets bought and like say like the Knicks get like John Dolan sells the Knicks to the fucking Saudis, oh you know? And there's a bunch of New Yorkers are like, like fuck this. Dollars or something yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. Hundred billion, oh who cares? God. You know what I mean? Um, like oh it's going to become a thing. It's going to become a flashpoint. It's going to become, you know, and it's gonna piss people off, and it's gonna annoy people. And like, why did why just why don't you just shut the fuck up and just not piss anyone off? I mean, I get the sense that they're if, maybe it's not so much that they want to project soft power, but they want to project hard power. Like it's like it's a flex to be like, listen, I can own you if I want to. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I mean, I put no limit to their ambition. Like, do they want to buy the Premier League? Like, oh god. Like, do they want to buy? Just when I got interested. You know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, I guess theoretically how, they could, though. Of course they could. But to what end? I mean, unless the, unless the English government sort of blocked it, which they might, honestly, if it was like that, like it became like a matter of like queen and country type of thing, or king and country. Now, sorry. Uh, shoutouts to King Charles. Uh, shoutouts to King Charles. Yeah, yeah. Fresh of off the, the coronation. Uh, yeah, good for him. His fat, him and his fat fingers. Um, and. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, they, they theoretically could. I mean, it, if, if money is no object to them, which it, it's not. I mean, it just shows, like, how warped and insane this world is. You know what I mean? That, like, they have, like, money that's not even... It's just not... Like, you're breaking up your mind around real. it. real. Like, they can no. just pay... Essentially, they can pay Kareem Benzema $400 million to do what Russell Westbrook's going to do um, in the NBA for the next two years. You know what I mean? Be yeah. like, but not in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, be a faded star. Still good enough. Yeah. But Russell Westbrook in the NBA is going to be on, like, middling deals, right? Like, the highest paid player is going to make 60 next year. Westbrook's probably going to no, make, it's, like, it's more like LeBron. 15. It's more like, right. the best of situation was like, it's like as if LeBron was bought by the Saudis right now. Like, LeBron, is he at his best? No. no. Is he still an ultra-elite no. player? Right. Yes. yes. You're right. Like, yes. he's at the end, but he's... he's Today, he's an elite player. 
Yeah. You know, Russell Westbrook is no longer I mean, elite. He's no longer elite, no. You yeah. know, like, this is Benzema, like, this year could be really good still. Like, really, really, really elite. You know, he scored 30 goals this season on That's, an off year because he had injuries. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. he's he's still, you know, like, he's, it's, 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 it's as if LeBron was bought by the Saudis or someone like that that's right. still elite it's, but is old to go play in a glorified YMCA league like this isn't yeah. a real league this isn't like this it, it's 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 worse than going to China they've actually like made that into some like kind of league where you like overpaid former stars vets they'll get overpaid to be in China in a league that's obviously but people not- show up to the games right yeah 100 percent yeah, yeah. people show up. There's like I don't think the Saudi bases. league has got like packed stadiums. I don't stadiums think so. It's it's yeah. no 100. percent And it's just it's just one of those things. And like I remember hearing somewhere um, that you know the Emiratis are just more westernized than the other Gulf states. Like they just are more they're smoother to Western culture. And they just yeah, know how to smoother. do this. They're smoother. They know how to do this better. Whereas the Saudis are just like with everything they do, it feels like some blunt instrument that is going to, they're just banging stuff and breaking stuff. And there's just nothing, like people, are, like nobody feels good about this. And, you know, I think about the PGA fans, like people who actually care about this shit. I do wonder if like, you know, aristocratic, elite American people are going to go for this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, when Jamal Khashoggi and his crew shows up to Augusta, are they going to like that? Yeah. Like I mean, not a bunch Jamal of guys Khashoggi, in robes. Excuse me. Um, MBS. MBS, yeah. Yeah, Jamal, rest in peace, Jamal Khashoggi. Um, MBS, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. When he pulls up to Augustus with his entourage, like, are people going to dig that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. And like, I, I, it's I just, just weird. So it's a very weird thing. I mean, like you said, like you know, the moral aspects about it. You know, like, uh, listen, it's it feels icky because it's just like just the naked kind of, you know, just the naked transactional nature of it. But yes. like, it's also you're right. Like, you know, are we comparing warrant crimes? You want to you want to pile up bodies? I don't know. Like, United States. You know what I mean? It's and it's a, it's a ridiculous the, thing and to and do, and but that's, and that's that's the thing, right? Um, it's more weird sh- than anything else. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but like Henry Kissinger is like all over the news this past week because he's a hundred. Because he just turned a oh, hundred. Oh, he turned a hundred. It's his hundredth birthday. Yeah. Wow. Okay, now yeah. I understand why people are upset by that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like Kissinger. Guy- Kissinger was like my age at in 1960. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> that's insane that, that's yeah. insane to consider but you know people are talking about what happened in Cambodia and Laos like legitimate atrocities like yeah. war crimes as bad as anybody you know yeah yes it's it's not as extreme in in its um in its practice as like the Nazis rounding people up and sending him into gas chambers. Sure, it's not that like extreme in how ghastly it is, but like, bruh, they carpet bombed villages where normal people were living, dude. People that had people who don't even live in Vietnam. Like they, they're not even part of the damn war. Between Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam, the United, the United States killed about three million people. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? 
It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. More or less. It's impossible to know, but like there's, it's, it's like around that figure. So, you you know, when we do this, like, you know, Saudi and this and that, it's just, it's not like, I don't want to do whataboutism, man. But like, if we really going to care about this shit, can we just care about it for real? You know, and again, like they, when they bring it up, when they talking about it in the sports realm, which is what, because to be honest, I haven't read like a, a sort of newsy journalistic breakdown of this. It's all sports stuff. And it's like, oh, they killed the journalists. Of course, the dorky sports journalists care about that, right? It's like they killed one of us. One of you us, know? yeah. Um, you know, these guys don't let women drive and blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, all of that shit is horrible. But I mean, bruh. Yeah, just I say all of that to say it's like, uh, just sucks. I wish I had more deeper analysis than this is just... It's but again, it, it is weird. It is weird. I mean, okay, what it like if if we want to do some sort of deeper analysis, it is a um, reflection of just how much global capital, like meaning just the power of money, has completely won. You know what I mean? Like this was even like imagine the same situation in the nineteen sixties or whatever when America was feeling kind of feeling vibrant and and strong and and like it had a like they would be like no fucking way get the fuck it's, out of here i don't care what the price happening. is like you can't buy one of our leagues no you know like our you're hallowed just, fucking you're just shit not allowed to do that you don't you know matter in that like way. it's just that. it's just the latest small kind of semi it, it, you know semi irrelevant thing but just an example of a kind of weakening of the idea of america that no one even gives a shit really you know what i mean like (laughs) there's just like that like the american project no one can defend even like right wingers can't really defend it you know what i mean they don't really their heart's not in it anymore you know what i mean they 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 talk a lot this they talk a lot about this uh, toward the end of the soviet union you know obviously the soviet union had a very clear ideological project behind it which was a kind of global communism a kind of revolt of the working class over the bourgeoisie and by the end of the soviet union kind of in the 80s 
you know, they would kind of go through the motions and they would say that, but you could tell that no one's heart was really in it anymore and no one really believed that but anymore. But I want to ask you, though. And the same thing's you, happening in America now. Do you <laughs> Like, no one that, buys all this shit. Do you think that it's tied to this lack of a fault? Like, that we oh, don't, partly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we don't have anybody to hate. 100%. In it's, sort of, in the mirror, right? Like, it's it's the Soviets... And then after the well, especially an ideological foe and a worthy enemy is a thing that gets you like you gets you fucking dick hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. the fucking the global war on terror. Like, no one really gave a shit. I'm sorry. And also for like five years, we did. Yeah, it was like three years. It was like three years. Years we did because especially in yeah five years, five years, 2001 to six is when they cared about. Bro, we slapped an American flag on. Everything after yeah. 9/11. Yeah, but like, but it always felt like. Do you remember when Osama bin Laden was killed and how weird that like the whole thing was about like was like really no celebrating. It was too late. It was like like no. there was like people fucking, but they were just like going through the motions. It wasn't real. I remember looking at the people that were actually celebrating like that's gross. This yeah, is, it's like that would have happened in two thousand two, bro. I would. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. There would have been. Yeah, it would have been 100%. insane. One hundred percent. But that's 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 what I mean is that like no one really believes in the project anymore. Like yeah. the shit that we grew up as kids, like I, you look at it now and you think of like how indoctrinated we were. I mean, at least I was. Like when I was in elementary school, it was like, oh my god, America's just the best country. Yeah, like easily. that's just it's not even close. What, these, these fucking Joker countries. Like, I mean, you know? but but, but you know? Nando, our parents are immigrants, right? Like, so part of it is like, yeah, they like, loved it. My. my my mom, my dad, they fucking love America. My dad is a little bit like, he has a healthy skepticism of oh, the state no. apparatus, but like yeah. the country itself being in America, like all this shit they be talking about retiring and I built my crib on the beach in Haiti and blah, blah, blah. He got that crib. He ain't, he ain't never there. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it yeah. in America. He loves it here. He, he loves, loves it, here. it here. My mom loved it here. They, ab- my aunts, they all absolutely love it here, right? Yeah. But they, but you know they're immigrants. It's different when yeah. you know what it's like to live somewhere different, and you come here. You sort of take the stuff that that this place has to offer in just a different lens. It's like all of the raping yeah. and pillaging and colonialism. Who gives a fuck, bro? Like I got indoor plumbing. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's true, but America did offer. You know, with all its problems, all its violence and all its, like, race, you know, like, all that shit. It's true. But, like, America between um, basically World War II and the 90s was, like, growth like fucking crazy. It offered, like, a middle-class lifestyle that was stable and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's gone. So that, that like, no one really buys it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that discourse can seep into people's brains and people actually believe it and defend it when... You know when the gravy train is is, is, is going is, good. is going. Yeah. All know, right. But like I this, get... this, this is like this was just like the live golf thing is just like the latest example. Like that, no one gives a shit. Anymore. Nobody. Like cares. it's just over. You can just you can just take Arnold Palmer's PGA Tour and wipe your ass with it in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's just crazy. Um, I want to get you out of here. Just the messy thing. Of course, he turned. Yeah. I mean, everybody thought the Saudi thing was a done deal. The idea that yeah. he's he was offered a billion and a half dollars. Like, that's just, I can't, I, I, I just can't even understand that. Um, to play in a league that doesn't exist for real. Um, yeah. Are you going to watch these? But it's a Miami thing. How do you feel as a Miami? Uh, I'm, a, I'm an LAFC fan. 
Oh, you've been to an LAFC game yes, with yes, me. Yes, I'm in LA. I have not supported Survivor. Look, I, 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 I've, I've have never really watched much. I may have watched a game. Dude, we had a great time at the, was the Western Conference. Bro, the Western Conference that's final. What I was gonna say, um, I may have watched a game and a half of um, MLS at home ever in my life. <laughs> as far as live sporting events goes, that that conference finals, LAFC game. Um, I put that up there with Penn State versus Ohio State, which I was at in person back in 20... What was that? Damn, I'm dating myself. 2005. Um, I put that up there with the finals last year in Golden State. I'll put that up there with literally any sporting event that I've ever attended. I would put that LAFC um, experience with anybody. I think MLS has kind of decided that they're like, we're like a, just a live local thing. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do insane ratings like some of our other sports, but like the people who are into our shit are going to have the time of their fucking lives investing yeah. in our product. It's super smart to to focus on the in-game experience cuz the NFL's terrible like in in a stadium. I fucking hate it. I don't know. I don't like NFL in in a stadium. It's, it's a terrible. Uh, it's it's terrible. And, and you know, and basketball why, is quite good, but the atmosphere isn't as good. Football is different because the atmosphere is on a thousand at a place like Penn State yeah. where like if a game starts at 8, the, the student section started drinking at 10 a.m. And so and in like tens of thousands of drunk people losing their minds yeah. over a football game, that's different than sitting in fucking MetLife Stadium. And, yeah. um, you know, golf clapping the entire time. Yeah, it's different. So, yeah. So, I mean, the best seats of – well, first, first of all, you want to hear something funny? Do you know what? Do you know how Inter Miami is doing this year? How are they doing? They're in last place. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally in last – the worst team in the league. Um, wow. <laughs> like, literally. Um so, um, so yeah, that's what that's what Messi's walking into. Um, I mean, there's obviously like the 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 whole saga has been kind of sad, and I, I you know, I'm not a Messi fan or a, or a Barca fan. I despise Barca. I'm a Madrid fan, but you can recognize <laughs> that Messi is like is the He's greatest of all time, and and still an unbelievably great player. I mean, he just showed it in the World Cup six yeah. months ago. Fucking won yes. that shit. That's, that's fair. you know, yep. you know, he won that shit. But the fact that he went to P when he left Barcelona, the fact that he went to PSG, I was like, man, what is like why like just like go play somewhere else, go play like in a real fucking like show how fun, how awesome would it have been if he was at Man City even they could have paid him you know Man like City, or Liverpool City? whomever yeah yeah Liverpool like, whatever go play for a real team yeah 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 in a real league like yeah have stakes at all of your games the French league is oof. Yeah, and so, like, you know, Messi has been there for two seasons, and now he's going to the to MLS. And I get the sense that, like, we could have – I don't know. We were robbed of something, you know, that, like, we could have been – With the Paris Saint-Germain years. Yeah, that, you know, he just kind of was there. No one gave a shit. They fucking sucked in the Champions League, and, yeah. you know, like <laughs> – and then they were out, and then no one gave a shit. Like, it's just like this – he was too great to not test it in a different environment for real. Like, that would have been awesome to see him. Like, you know, Ronaldo went to Juve, and, like, Juve is another big team. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ronaldo's been around. Like, he played Man U. Like, insane. Yeah. Like, that shit yeah. matters in a way that the French, it just doesn't, bro. No. 
It doesn't. So so that was what made me sad. But like, yeah, it was interesting that the Saudis were making a huge run. I mean, they got Ronaldo, they got Benzema. They're paying like forty million dollars a year to N'Golo Kante. Do you remember him from Chelsea? Like he's just like he's a really good player, but he's not like no one watching a fucking game because N'Golo Kante is in the fucking game. He's just like a defensive midfielder, you know what I mean? Like, what are they like? What the fuck? And then they offer Messi one point five billion, and you know the story is that his wife was like, "No fucking way," you know, because Messi, yeah, respect. Because Messi, Messi's family, like Messi's like immediate family, they love Miami. Like they rented a house, uh, kind of I know, like near near where I grew up, kind of for 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 a while, um, and they bought a bunch of property in Miami. Like they clearly, like every cheesy Argentine. Loves Miami, you know I what mean, I mean? Like they fucking love Miami. Love, though, honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> honestly, especially as a guy who's got shitty English, like he's yeah. not gonna need it in Miami. No. He's not gonna no, need, you it don't need it anywhere. Like, he's just gonna speak Spanish every single day. It's gonna be great. And I think the difference between obviously MLS is not is an, a, a vastly inferior league to the French league. We know that. Yeah. However. One, it's America, yeah. okay? As diminished as the brand is, it's still yeah. fucking America. That's a one that I think Messi is, like, buying into, right? And, well, and it feels like he's part of a project, Exactly. You know? It's going to be a legitimate phenomenon. Like, I know I'm going to make you take me to that LAFC Inter game. Like, that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just going to fucking happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's going to be a legitimate phenomenon when he goes to fucking places like Portland and Austin and Atlanta and all of these other MLS situations. Like, it's going to be a big-ass deal, you know? And I think that part of it matters. Like, as much as MLS is sort of, you know, the fifth, of the of the sports league and even if it's the fifth it's like a step kid or an adopted kid like it's not really one of the big dogs for real i do think legitimately this thing is going to have juice when it gets rolling and people are going to yeah. be excited about what's happening around him and the team and all of that stuff yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see if he can turn their season around <laughs> you know uh, um yeah, I mean, I, I, I listen. I'm impressed with MLS. Like, I was, a, I was an MLS skeptic when it of kind course. of. How could you not be? Um, yeah, and I think they, they, their first round, you know, their first attempt, like, it was in their second wave of teams where they really started getting it right. Um, and man, those stadiums are packed. They're yeah. packed and they're fun. You know, the product is good. Yeah. You know, and it's still the level is still just not quite where it needs to be uh, and i don't know like what they could do to to make it better i mean uh, your your league is fundamentally as good as your native players you know what i mean as many imports as you bring to the english league or the spanish league or whatever like fundamentally those leagues are great because english players are great and spanish players are great like, the yep. base the base is play. what's needed yep. yeah you know what i mean um but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how how it goes, um, you know. But I'll be rooting for LAFC. All right, man. That's our show for today. We will see you guys next week. Make sure you become a Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com backslash Count the Dings. Support the great content we make it for you guys. We'll see you guys later. Peace.